Hello, this is Flux, a weekly podcast sharing my journey of self-discovery and constant transformation as a 20-something. I am your host, Caitlin, also known as Kawaii Case. Flux is a safe space for candid conversations around creativity, relationships, mental health, and spirituality. And as the name suggests, all thoughts are subject to change. Happy Flux Friday! Welcome to episode 5. Today, we have a guest. <laughs> um, I did not plan a fancy intro for him this time. <laughs> um, you can get that on the previous episode. But today we have Yosef Manauer, also known as Biggie Two Stars, also known as my boyfriend. I'm back. <laughs> How are you? Chilling. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you give me a little more meat than that? All right. Energy update. Still tired. Same as last week. Um, new discoveries include a new appreciation for... Is It's Qigong, right? Qigong. I do my best. Qigong is how I say it. I don't know if it's... I don't know if I'm really... Do you want to let early. people know what that is? I feel like you can explain it better than I can. Um, I mean, we're both kind of amateurs and like beginners to like what Qigong is. I used to practice Qigong every morning for a couple months. Um, and I got Yosu to do it one time with me. Um, but he, <laughs> he didn't like how slow it was. Um, but he did it with me, which was cool. Um, so he tried it and that was, and then I kind of, I think I found a new thing. Like now I do yoga, 25 minutes of yoga in the morning. So I kind of found a different new routine for me now, but it's basically, I guess in two words, mindful movement, meditation, movement, meditation. Um, definitely look that up yourself and learn more about it because again, we're beginners and like the actual like meaning behind it but that's like the basic really basic understanding of it so what did you want to share about that um i guess we can start with why i got a new appreciation for it so i've i've done it once or like your the when you did it that one morning i did it with you Mm -hmm. um but after that i haven't done it since And when I did it, you know, it was somewhat relaxing, but I kind of, I was kind of confused. Like I didn't know what I was doing or the purpose behind it, but I was just doing it, which I feel like is fair to do something for the first time. Um, But then yesterday was 10 year anniversary, Channel Orange, where Big Frank stands here and Frank Ocean came out with two new episodes of his radio show blonded radio and the episode before the these two came out was about um how wim hoff the Iceman, uh copes and heals um by jumping in ice cold water mm-hmm. and that was super interesting and like yeah i don't that I feel like we could go on about that for a long time. But then this week's episodes 
were also about coping and healing. So that was cool. So it's like a little series where Frank talks to different people, different experts about things that they do to cope and heal. So the first episode yesterday was about psychedelics, um, specifically LSD, and how it's used to cope and heal. And then the second episode was about Qigong. And that was really cool because Caitlin introduced that to me. So I got to learn more about it. And just like hearing this guy um, explain it to me and like how passionate and how passionate he was talking about it made me like, I don't know, like have like a new appreciation for it, but also like understand like why you're breathing the way you are and like moving the way you are. And how, like, your body and, like, your body movement, like, creates energy, like, around you. And, yeah, that was really cool. So, definitely need to try that again (laughs) in the very near future. Yeah, that would be cool if you could share, like, what, like, the experience when you do it next time. The second time? Mm Mm-hmm. I got y'all energy update number three. (laughs) But, I mean... I know you were saying you didn't want to go into a whole thing, but I feel like there are no rules here. and I don't want to go into it. Oh, you don't feel like going into it? Yeah, we don't need to go into all that. Okay, that's fine. But I do think it's important, and I don't want to be the one to tell you about it. I'd rather Wim Hof be the person. The experts. Um, You can listen to it on Apple Music, Blonded Radio. They archive all the episodes. Also, if you go on Blonded Blog, if you don't have Apple Music... They also archive every episode that you can listen to without Apple Music or Spotify. So, yeah. So nice. Well, me, I ended up staying up really because I was... And this is something I've been thinking about the past... I've been thinking about it for a while. Just what I want to do <laughs> with my life. Um, which, you know, I talked about my purpose and everything. So like, uh, you know, I'm not trying to tell you what that is or something or repeat anything I've said already. This is not that, but I'm just been thinking about like what to do like job wise and, or what even what I want to do like outside of that. Like, obviously like I love this podcast and I want to continue to do this, but I also dare I say, I like, I'm an artist (laughs) and I feel like. I really want to create things and I'm like over, I guess, ooh, the overthink is coming back, trying to figure out like what exactly that looks like or what to do. I did my journaling to try to like reflect on it and try to figure out what to do. I have some ideas, but I'm still like kind of lost in thought about that. You know, another, another. Is it existential crisis? I don't. I don't think so. It's just like trying to figure out what's next for me, because I don't know if this is what I do now is what I want to do like forever. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> so today, I wanted to talk about. Well, I guess we are going to talk about the creative process dive into that a little more because we did talk about like what you do and like what inspires you but I feel like there's a lot more we can like get into with that so 
As a creative individual, do you believe that you perceive the world differently from other people? Do you think that any quote-unquote unusual thought processes are involved when you create something? Doesn't everyone perceive the world differently? Like, we all have our own, like, perception of, like, certain things and, like, the world itself. Yes. So that's why, like, it's cool when people make art because you see the world from their perspective. Yeah. That's cool. That's my thought process. So, I yes, to answer your question, I do see the world differently. And through my lens... Or I try to show you my lens and how I see things when I create my art. And as far as unusual thoughts. When you're creating something. Like, can I get an example? I don't I don't know what if I want to... I don't know if there's any unusual thoughts, but I don't know <laughs> what... I don't know what... Everything seems normal to me, but okay, it might be enough. unusual. Okay, that, that makes sense. How much of your creative ability do you think is innate? Or is your creativity a skill that you have developed? What is innate? Innate is like natural. Like it just comes from you like because you're Yosef Manau or not because of like you practiced it or something. I guess like the talent. I guess it's kind of like that talent versus um, skill kind of thing. Like, how much do you think of your creative ability is just from, like, coming from within naturally? I feel like a lot of it is innate. I I feel like I've always been this way since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Going back to, like, not liking math mm-hmm. and always getting excited for more creative projects that mm-hmm. allowed me to think outside the box mm-hmm. and kind of create something from scratch. Mm. I don't think that's something I I do think that's something you can develop and I and creativity is a muscle. Mm-hmm. But you know where I stand on skill and like soccer and I think everyone is born like a certain way, I guess. Like you have certain skills that you need to find. Mhm. And I know that irks you. This is just my (laughs) belief. So we can get into this. Like in soccer, in my opinion, hard work can only take you so far. I feel like you have to have some innate skills. Mm -hmm. Because I I know people that train every day. Mm -hmm. And it's not like they're just goofing off like no this is like functional training and like playing Mm -hmm. games Mm -hmm. but they will never be as good as some people that i know that don't take it seriously that slack off but they just have that natural born ability Mm -hmm. when it comes to soccer like their touch is good like the way they see things the way they read the game Mm -hmm. it's just i don't know like it's just on another level and i don't know why it's like that maybe i'm wrong maybe you can work hard to be a professional soccer player but i feel like you have to have that born innate skill yeah i mean i don't think you can tell my eyes are watering <laughs> like i think i think i mean i get it like it makes sense like i hear i see your perspective i think 
it's is it like the optimist is it like the i don't know this part of myself that just wants to believe like you know anything is possible and i don't like like the idea of like limiting myself or people limiting themselves um but yeah like i think that's why i get emotional about it's like damn like if there's something i really wanted to do like I, i just can't do it because i'm not like i don't have it inside of me so i was looking at it from that perspective that i have because i play soccer but now i'm thinking about it that's competition that's something where you actually need to perform better than the person next to you to make it farther than them. Mm. Whereas more creative things like music and art, like obviously there's things that maybe more people will prefer to another thing, mm-hmm. but it's subjective. It's not that one thing isn't fat, fat like that's better. Mm-hmm. Whereas in soccer, like, you know who the better player is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at the higher level, when it's like Ronaldo or Messi, then mm-hmm. you're like, uh, like, is which one is it? But mm-hmm. like, when I say when it comes to like competition and soccer, like there's levels to this. Like, I'm good for the level I play at, but mm-hmm. I'm not good enough to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like, you can tell who's at which level, but in art or like music, there really isn't a wrong answer. Like, you can listen to something and not like it, mm-hmm. and you can think it's quote-unquote bad Mm -hmm. but is it bad or is it just not for you like yeah you just don't understand it Mm -hmm. and yeah so that's cool yeah realization i guess we've come to i'm still heartbroken for the hard worker that's not that's not going to the next level but But don't you think that everyone has the innate skill to be creative i just feel like some people don't exercise that muscle hmm I mean, many people say we're all artists. I believe that we're all yeah, artists. Yeah. But so. I mean, like, even if you're not, like, making, like, fine art, like, yeah. you're still an artist. Like, you still have your perspective of the world. You still have your point of view. And there's, like, different ways mm-hmm. you can share your point of view mm-hmm. and your perspective to other people. And that's art to me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be, like, a like, you don't have to be good at drawing or painting mm-hmm. to be an artist. It's just having a perspective and having just creating something that I guess is like your perspective, your point of view, and then sharing that with the world. Mm -hmm. And that can literally be like curating like a playlist, Mm. putting the songs you like for like a specific thing, like, I don't know, like Sunset. Mm -hmm. And you put like the songs you listen to. And if you share that with people... I feel like that's like, you know, sharing something creative. That's creative. Oh, yeah. That's a piece of art, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We could argue about that, but. No. Not I think... with you, but oh. I'm saying if someone <laughs> had to had something else to say. Oh. Is being anal- analytical, like the other side of that? Like there's the analytical, analytical side and like the creative side of your brain. I feel like you need both. Like you, I mean, you need like uh, yeah, you need you both. Need to be but I'm wondering like creative in a sense. I think could be wrong. I guess it depends. I don't know. Get into the specifics of it, but I know with music you have to be very analytical because it's literally math, mm. like beats and like counting. Mm. <laughs> it gets into. But if it. you're like too much of one thing, 
like like if you're too analytical it could take away from your creativity because uh-huh. you want to do everything by the book and you don't want to like stray outside of that yeah so i think the balance a balance is nice i don't know if that's part of your personality i guess it goes back into the innate thing like how much of you are just like are you just naturally analytical or like i'm definitely not on the analytical side I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like you could naturally be more analytical or naturally more um, creative. I feel like my brother is naturally very analytical, mm-hmm. but he's also very creative. Yeah. But for me, I was never, I'm like decent at math. Like I don't want to <laughs> say like I'm bad at it, but once I got to like the higher levels of math, that made no sense to me. And mm-hmm. I, it's not like I didn't try. Like, I tried to understand it, but I don't know. My brain doesn't work that way. Yeah. I mean, I can do the the hard things. I just have to work, like, extra, extra, extra hard for me to understand them. Whereas, like, I guess when it comes to certain things, creativity isn't, isn't as, as stressful. <laughs> and then I know last episode we talked about like some of the people that influenced you or or like artists music like Kid Cudi like Lil Wayne and I was curious as to what attracts you to certain people or certain things is there I mean more recently it's kind of back to what we were talking about like world building and the aesthetic Mm. that I feel like the marketing is just as important as the music itself. Oh, yeah. Like, if I don't like everything else about the album... Mm-hmm. Outside of the music. Outside of the music, then I won't like the music as much, even if it's, like, really good, and mm-hmm. I'd probably like it mm-hmm. if it had a different world built around it. Mm-hmm. I have to connect to it mm-hmm. visually and... Mainly visually. I, I really, like, don't listen to... I do like lyrics... But it's definitely one of like the least priorities for me. Like, I like sound. I like vibe. Oh, this is like that's a, that's actually like an interesting thing. Out of all the elements that comes with music or like an album, how would you like rank? Like, what's like most important to you? I feel like there's so many things you could rank. I'm trying there to do, is. I'm do three things. Well, you can get into it if you Melody, want. Melody, instrumental, and lyrics. Lyrics are the last. I feel like aesthetic would come before lyrics i mean like, i have to like the music like even like if if the aesthetic is good but i don't like the music i'm not gonna listen to it yeah does a bad album cover or a bad single cover deter you from clicking on a song no not because the album cover is not the only thing about the the world or like the aesthetic of course it definitely like rubs me the wrong way <laughs> luckily apple lets you change the album cover there's definitely been times where i'll change the album cover on my phone (laughs) i'm I'm like that so album cover can change but like everything else you know like the music videos i can't re-edit and shoot it so (laughs) yeah like merch is important to me Mm -hmm. stuff like that kind of like the clothes they're wearing Mm. during like this new era is Mm -hmm. important to me Mm mm-hmm Stuff like that. The album cover is not that important to me when it comes to artists that I like. Yeah. But when it comes to artists I don't know, yeah, the album cover is super important because that's literally the first thing you see. That's your introduction mm, to the music. Yeah. And like it's just like a 
book or like any cover mm-hmm. in general it's like it's supposed to give you an idea mm-hmm. of what the, th- the book is about or like mm-hmm. what the song sounds like without you actually having to click it or open mm-hmm. it so it's super important and i definitely get deterred from bad album covers when it's music i don't know yet fair enough like if there were like five songs and one had a sick album cover and four of them didn't i'd probably just only listen to that one with the mm. cool album cover mm-hmm. yeah for me well i was also thinking when you're talking about the world building i feel like because it like I talked about in the last episode like that I really connect to that too I think it's because it's also more engaging because it uses like more of your senses because like in the other part it's just like okay it's just a song like it's nice but like what else is you know but like when you have like the visuals like sometimes when I'm listening to music I like imagine the scenes with like the artist or I just like imagine different visuals attached to it like like with Ravina and Asha's Kiss, like I had this whole thing I told you about one of the days, like of what like a music video would look like, because like we kind of have an idea of the world, and also I mean also the mu- the music's very beautiful, and like there's like an ambiance, and you can kind of tell, but yeah, I feel like world building just gives you more, like it's just more engaging overall. There's also album covers that maybe don't match my aesthetic preference, mm. but. I love them because of the con, uh, the, like the context and the concept behind it. Mm. Because I feel like it's really cool when someone can make an album cover that's really personal to them, and that there was like thought. As long as there's thought and an actual like hard concept mm-hmm. that they really want to go for, mm-hmm. then I f- feel like I'll appreciate it or I'll like it. Yeah, I'm definitely the same way. I was telling us about this the other day, about how a lot of the music that I like love now and is like forever my favorite, you know, albums or songs, I didn't really like them that much the first listen. Like they're just like cool, it's nice. But then once I like listen to it more and like actually hear the lyrics or I do my own um, genius (laughs) research and get into it, yeah I just really connect with the person or the thoughts and also just like the how poetic they are and the way that they talk about certain things is really beautiful to me and so yeah I love the music for the songwriter behind it but the world definitely like makes it stick I think too so I probably deterred as well when it comes to like not good album art stuff but then again I don't (laughs) I don't always listen. I don't listen to new music that much, actually, because I whenever I do, I'm so picky and I get disappointed. <laughs> so it deters me from listening to more new music because there's like so much music I don't like that I'll, that would be quote unquote bad to me. So I have to like get over that because otherwise, you know, I won't be able to find music that I do like. But that's a struggle I do have when it comes to exploring new music. What is your standard for evaluating certain works or certain, like, people? Um, when it comes to, like, art... It could be any kind of, like, art. You could Like, at a museum. Hmm. I feel like context is very important to me. Mm-hmm. So, I judge it by the meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. 
and that goes back to what I said about having a point of view. Mm -hmm. And that's really like the only criteria. Like I'm not very picky on like, oh, these lines are yeah. not straight. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, like I, I mean, I have preferences on like colors and mm -hmm. stuff like that, but I don't know. I'm pretty open-minded. Yeah. POV is definitely the biggest thing. I don't, and I don't like judging people on their fashion. Like, I definitely have, like, preferences of what I like. But at the end of the day, I feel like when it comes to fashion, if you are wearing something that you're comfortable in and that you feel good in, then, like, it's a good fit. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's you. It's, mm -hmm. You feel comfortable. It's like when you feel comfortable in your own skin. Like, you mm -hmm. should feel comfortable in the clothes you wear. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't, like, wear something because oh, like, I need to wear this to look cool. Mm -hmm. You should just wear, like, if you want to just wear shorts and a t-shirt every day, like, do it. Like, who cares? As long as you're comfortable in it, you're dripping. <laughs> quote, of the, quote of the episode. How would you say your creative process benefits you? I feel like when it comes to music, my creative process is... My creative process is linked to the music I listen to, and I listen to a lot of music. So whenever I hear a new song that I really like, it always inspires me to make music. And I'm always listening to music and finding new music, so I feel like I'm constantly inspired. So that's definitely like a benefit for me. Why do you do it? Honest answer? Because it's fun. And I and I have fun doing it. If I if I didn't have fun doing it, then I don't think I'd be making music. I enjoy almost like every part of it except the recording part of it. <laughs> <laughs> like I like writing it. I like coming up with like the melody and like the idea, and then like actually recording it is kind of stressful because. You know, you want it to sound like exactly how you envision it in your head. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's literally just because I think it's fun. I remember I was in seventh grade the first time I made a song and I recorded it. And just hearing my own voice on an instrumental was like the coolest thing ever. I'm like, yo, I'm just like the rapper. <laughs> It was ass. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounded good when I made it, yeah. but I know it was ass. <laughs> but yeah, ever since then, I've just been hooked. Like, I just make music. Uh, I didn't record when my parents were in the house. It's kind of like my little secret for a while. So anytime I got like the house to myself, I get really excited. And like, I was efficient. It's like, oh, my <laughs> parents are gone for like 30 minutes. I will literally oh, make wow. a song in 30 minutes, like, on That's Audacity, sick. like, da, 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 knock it out. Or, like, I'll have, like, raps already written, mm, like, in my notebook. Look at you. Yeah, and then I'll just, like, okay, they're gone, and then I'll record it. Wow. So, I guess the way it benefits me is, like, I have fun. Like, I get mm -hmm. to do what I love. I know, like, some art can be, like, very stressful and, like, tedious. Mm -hmm. And I feel like music is, but it doesn't feel that way to me. And then you said you had, like, other creative processes, so how do those... Oh, when it comes to, like, design, I feel like it's, this is going to sound sad to say, but it's been a long time since I've, like, designed something for myself. 
because I do, I, I work as a graphic designer mm-hmm. and as soon as I'm done, you know, working nine to five mm-hmm. or it's honestly later than that. Yeah. You don't really work nine to five, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nine to six. I don't want to design. Like I don't mm-hmm. even want to think about it until mm-hmm. the next day. So I can't even answer that question because I haven't done anything for myself. So right now you feel like it doesn't necessarily benefit you besides i feel like it's not art because there's there's a difference between being an artist and being a designer because mm. you know when you're an artist you make stuff for yourself mm-hmm. and stuff for your own artistic release mm-hmm. when you're a designer a graphic designer i mean like you can use graphic design to make art mm-hmm. but as a graphic designer my job it's not I'm not making things for myself. I'm not mm-hmm. making things so that I will like it. Mm-hmm. I'm basically trying to make something that I think someone else would like. Mm-hmm. And I won't say like, I definitely don't like dislike my job. Mm-hmm. I love the challenge of it. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 some, I, some, I usually, I get into it. Most projects, like, mm-hmm. I'm like okay, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not the same as, you know, making it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And having like full creative reign. <laughs> I jumped to that question. I didn't even really like respond to the previous thing, but I think that's really awesome that like it's just fun. Like it's just so pure. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I guess I have to find that again. When's the last time you had fun? <laughs> making art that's the thing <laughs> i mean i've been having a lot of fun with the podcast like it's fun that's but good. um it's definitely like obviously you know when i'm pressed for time it doesn't i can't enjoy it as much i can't just like take my time with it because i'm like oh crap like i need to get this done so like there's that like sense of like urgency that kind of sucks that kind of goes along with it but i still like really like i'm really enjoying like doing this um and last time i had fun doing art I mean, I guess it was clay, doing the clay, ceramics. And that's, I mean, that's kind of like jump-started everything for me again, like trying to pursue art again or do something artistic again. Again, it's also been a little challenging and can be a little stressful, but at the same time, I don't know, it was still very, like, rewarding. It It was a step in the right direction. I haven't had those many times like that where I'm just having, like, fun... Especially because I'm new to ceramics, so, like, I'm bad, you know? <laughs> and I'm looking at everyone around me, and, like, I can only think of maybe when I was, like, doing YouTube videos, and I was like... But I feel like then I was also stressed out. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's why I have a hard time getting back into it. Because I haven't, like... I feel like I ruined everything. Everything's not fun anymore. It's just, like, make money off of it, Caitlin, so you can do this for the rest of your life. And that pressure just kind of like tainted everything, (laughs) which is why like I did ceramics because I was like, I need to like do something new for myself. And and that's another reason why I've been like with that whole creative um, wanting to be an artist, trying to figure out what to do for my career. That's why I'm like I'm in a limbo because I'm afraid of like that whole ruining my whole ruining art forever kind of thing that I did. It's not forever. Everything can change, but 
Yeah, I'm still struggling with that. I feel like, I don't know why, like, society is this way. You probably have an answer, but it definitely, like, it's, like, wrong to, like, try something for a little while and then drop it. It's like, oh, like, why, like, you know, because, like, things, like, cost money. But in my opinion, like, what's wrong with getting, like, super passionate about something for a year mm-hmm. and then, reali- and then like, you had fun and then... Mm-hmm you realize like all right i'm not having fun anymore like that's fine and then you mm-hmm. just drop it and you like go into something else mm-hmm. i feel like they like i don't know society just f- tries to force you to only be one thing mm-hmm. it's like when actors like make songs or like singers mm-hmm. act and like i guess like the first thing they do and like the new field is bad mm-hmm. they're like stick to acting bro mm-hmm. and, like even if it's not bad like they won't take it seriously because mm-hmm. like, oh this is just the guy that acts and mm-hmm. he's just making a song for fun i don't know i feel like that's like a big scale but like even on a smaller scale it's like oh like you're doing something new already mm-hmm. like what do you mean like why would i do the same thing if i'm not having fun anymore mm-hmm. and that goes back to what you said on previous previous episodes about pivoting and mm-hmm. doing things that you're passionate about you don't have to be stuck mm-hmm. in the same box. Like, there's no boxes. You can literally do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Life is short. So if you want to try something, don't care what other people say. Just go ahead and do it. Because mm-hmm. if not, you're just going to regret it. Yeah, the pivoting mindset definitely positively affected me. Because before, if, like, I lost that passion or, like, I was getting burnt out, like, then I would just be stuck and I feel like a failure and I would let that like kind of haunt me and I couldn't move forward. But if I just knew I could just pivot and I could just do something else and it's okay, like allow myself to do that, then I think it would have gone a lot differently. So it's helped me for sure. And I think I'm also just afraid of like the road ahead, like when I do pursue something again like will I be able to do it I've never learned how to do it I don't I don't know the way to make it work for me yet I have to but I won't know unless I try so I know you said music motivates your creative ideas um like when you make music it kind of just like it seems like it's like kind of like a cycle where like you hear something cool and then you want to try something similar or take your own have your own take on it and then you do it, and then, like, you know, the next song comes around. There's definitely an inverse effect. Mm. Like, I listen to a song that's so good that I actually get discouraged. <gasps> I'm like, oh. yo, how did someone think of this? Yeah. But <laughs> that's only the goats. No, I mean, that's what I was, that, when I was telling you about SZA the other day, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, how the hell do you even, this execution. So outside of music... Is there anything else that influences you? I feel like I got into like art and drawing. I mean, you're just inspired by the things you like. All right. So, and then you just want to make art about the things you like. That's how we all started. What did I draw when I was a kid? My favorite football player and basketball players. Oh. And I feel like there's probably a lot of people that 
did the same thing. Like they mm-hmm. just they like sports growing up, and they they like to draw, so they just drew their favorite athletes. Mm-hmm. I definitely like feel like most people did that. Mm-hmm. That like sports and like drawing. <laughs> so now, like when it comes to like design, when I do it for myself, I literally just make stuff about the things I like. It's I don't know. So that's, what are that's some... not even like a groundbreaking concept. Like no, I'm kind of explaining I, eh. it like it. I feel is, like but no, explain it how you how it is. Explain it because I feel like like I wouldn't make like an art piece about I don't know <laughs> what do I not care about biology. <laughs> <laughs> I it's not my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't make art about it. So what are like the things you like inspire the art you make? Like it's again, it's like your point of view. It's your mm-hmm. perspective. So outside of sports, is there anything else that inspires you or, yeah, inspires you? It's just sports, music, fashion, film. I feel like that's my main, mm-hmm. the main things that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I talked about, we talk about music and stuff and like the creative process a little bit on outside of the podcast. And he mentioned like struggling to like make um, songs about your own like emotions and so I was just wondering if you know what do you feel is blocking you or why do you think you might like struggle with that? Because I I found that interesting because I remember last episode we talked about like Kikuddy and how he like talked about his feelings and his emotions and that inspired you. But like, yes, like you didn't do it from that perspective though, of like your own personal struggles or personal feelings. I feel like for me it's been hard to do that more recently because I don't know like nothing's really happened like I feel like I'm happy Mm -hmm. like I have a job that I like Mm -hmm. like I'm in a relationship that I'm like happy to be in (laughs) I don't know it's not really like a roller coaster ride of emotions where like a lot of the music I listen to is so then I'm just like dang do I need to sound like that maybe I just haven't tapped into that part yet mm-hmm. it's something I want to get better at mm-hmm. but I just there's nothing going on in my life that I'm like super inspired to write about like for me it's like kind of boring in the best way possible yeah that, that I feel like that explains it best I think that's how I feel about because for me when I couldn't come songwriting I make the best art in the darkest places. (laughs) I, when I'm in pain, this is like my way to cope. I make art in some kind of way, whether it's an illustration or a song and, or, you know, I even journal, I guess I'm more inspired, but when it, yeah, when it comes to like the more peaceful times or like positive things, I'm not as like, like you said, like I'm not as inspired and when I do make it, it doesn't sound right. It sounds cheesy. Like, did you? I think you used that word before too for when you make that kind of music. Yeah, it's very interesting. I don't think you necessarily have to talk about your life to share your like point of view, perspective. I mean, that's like a certain way. Yeah, but that's. I want to. I want to get like. I wanted to curious about that. Yeah, because you can also like share your point of view or perspective on like 
like sounds you like, mm-hmm. like your taste, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like you don't have to talk about your life. Like you can talk about, like you can make up a story. Like it's the same thing as like writing a book. Mm. Like you can make a character. Like mm-hmm. so many artists do. They make yeah. a character. Or they Rosalia, tell other people's stories. Mono-mami, yeah, I mean Tyler, Flower Boy. I mean those are, um, I guess like related to their lives but oh yeah no those those, both of those i think are both like autobiographies but a good example is rosalia's first album and her first album los angeles (laughs) she's talking from she's singing from like another person's perspective so like i get that like not everyone has to come from their perspective um that's what i'm that's not what i'm suggesting it's more like yeah seeing like how that how your pov comes out from your creations even if it's not directly like your experiences, your lived experiences. Exactly. When I do get uninspired, like I can't think of anything to say. I just take a break. Like me staring at the computer, like you're trying is not going to change anything. I just like don't do it for like a week or like two weeks. And when I come back, I have like fresh ideas. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good. Good advice from me. (laughs) <laughs> when those things do happen when i get blocked so i don't spiral <laughs> i just take a break yeah and for the i i like because i was wondering if you took if like oh you just took a step outside you took a walk but no you actually take like one to two weeks no like, i gotta turn it off yeah that's Cause it's not gonna it's not gonna happen in the moment because it's, yeah. it's not happening now it's not gonna happen later yeah like, later in the day yeah it could mm-hmm. but usually it doesn't yeah i was like super uninspired when i made dance song uh-huh and that song literally took me like a month to finish wow i was quarantined like dude like it was yeah. like right in the beginning and i had no idea what was happening in the world mm-hmm. it was all like gloomy and i don't want to like make songs about that mm-hmm. so it was just like a weird time and that song took me like a month to finish and it's like one of my shortest songs <laughs> what's our question of the week my love. You didn't come up with one? <laughs> I do have one, but I want to see if you have one. I don't have one at the top of my head. I came prepared to answer questions, not oh. make them. This is why but, you're the podcaster. But you're but you're good at you're good at fun fact about Yosef. He's really good at asking questions, like creative questions for conversations. It's funny that I'm the one asking questions when I'm like, I'm really trash at it, actually. But I did my research because that's, again, I guess that's the analytical side of me where I need to like prepare and plan like this is the best I can do. But how does your creative process benefit you? (laughs) Send me a DM on Instagram at Koi Case or you can answer it on Spotify because there are questions I attached to each episode. Just swipe up and then you can see it at the bottom. Yeah, while you're listening. So thank you for receiving our energy. Thank you for showing up today, whatever that looks like. If you'd like to continue to join me on this journey of self-discovery and constant transformation, find Flux wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to leave me a five-star review. Do it Where can right people? Now. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at yosef y-u-s-u-f underscore manauer m-o-n-a-w-e-r 
and you can find my music on SoundCloud. More to come at Biggie Two Stars on SoundCloud. B-I-G-G-Y. B-I-G-G-Y, the number two, and then stars. You can follow me on Instagram at Kawaii Case, K-A-W-A-I-I-K-A-C-E, for podcast updates and to get to know each other better. You can also, is this related? Not early, but you can see Fly Fits from Yosef and I on both our IGs if you want to see some fashionistas going off. (laughs) What what is your thoughts on what I just said right now? There's only one fashionista and it's me. (gasps) Just kidding. Oh man, ending the podcast on some beef. I was like, oh, I don't judge fashion. Oh yeah. Thank you for being just as you are. I cherish you deeply. I'll see you next time. We love you. And remember that life is a constant state of flux. Yay. That's how I'm Cue the outro music.